0: you're listening to hockey prospect radio on sirius xm nhl network radio here's shane Malloy and brad allen so now we're going to talk about college hockey we're happy to bring on mike mcmahon from the college hockey insider and senior writer for the college hockey news about some drafted college hockey players and mike i want to ask you about Oscar Jelvik from Boston College, 5'11, but 185 pounds, Boston Bruins draft pick, unsigned at this time, fifth round pick, 149th overall. Um, you know, what's really interesting is I know we've talked about the past about eligibility, but this is a guy who played pro for three games. In yeah. the Swiss Elite League, right? <laughs> no one really has yeah. talked about. It. Here's another like precedent, right? Uh from that standpoint. So now he's in his had a actually reasonably good freshman season, I thought. And this year in the sophomore season, yes, they got a pretty stacked team, and there's only one puck. But for him, he's got thirty one points in twenty nine games. Like for me, that's a great sophomore season. Because with all those good young players coming in, he could have been pushed out of the limelight a little bit, but he hasn't. He's actually taken the ball and ran with it. I give him credit for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's he's been a uh, you know, he's been the beneficiary of playing with Gautier, number one. I mean that that's been a big part of it. But he played with Gautier last year too, you know, and, yeah. uh, and like you said, had a had a nice freshman season with 17 points. Uh, but the the biggest thing I look at with him this year is. Uh, the, the assist numbers are just about the same from a d- distribution standpoint. He's been a pretty good playmaker really at every level. Uh, one of the things that's that's been a big jump for him this year, which I don't think has as much of an effect on who he's playing with, is his goal total has gone up considerably. I mean, he's four goals last year, already has 12 goals this year in five less games. They've still got a long way to go. Um, you know, he he's, could be a guy that has a 15, 16 goal sophomore season by the time it's all said and done with playoffs, which is – really good and if you're boston you're looking at a middle to late round pick who's over a point per game uh playing in hockey east with 15 16 goals as a sophomore you're feeling pretty good about that guy
0: 100 and the other thing is one of the things that when i was watching some game film of him it jumped out to me is his willingness to go into the paint i think he recognized that he was not going to score from distance in college hockey he had to linger into the paint and i think Playing with Gauthier in that respect, because Gauthier likes to shoot too, is that you have no choice. Like if you want to continue to have four or five or six goals, then you're going to be pushed down the lineup because you can't be relied on to put on put up offense. So you're going to have to go to the paint to go get some goals. And he di- he's done that more consistently and understood that you're never scoring against distance. You just your shot isn't that lethal to allow for that. So you're going to have to pay the price.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a good complimentary player on that line. The, Andre Gasso the other guy on that line. Right. They, they've been together pretty much all year. Um, but yeah, no, he, he's been a very good complimentary player to Gauthier, who I know we talked about him a couple of weeks ago, but has been on a tear as of late, too. I think he's got like eight goals in his last six games. He's up to 26 goals now in the season, Gauthier. Is. And, uh, you know, Jelvik has been along for the ride there, but... Those points all just aren't all just attributed to playing with him. You know, he he's been able to produce a lot of those himself. And I agree with you. I think it's it's the complementary way in which he plays off of Gauthier. He's I don't know that he's going to be you know even at the, especially at the next level, he's not going to be the driver on a line, but he's a really good complementary piece.
0: I think he has enough hockey sense, puck skills, and understanding where he needs to be to make a play from that standpoint. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you have to have enough hockey sense and intelligence to understand what you are as a player. And I think he certainly does that as well. Uh, The next guy I I want to talk to you about as well is Noah Laba. So big kid, 6'2", grown into his frame, around 200 pounds, center, right-handed shot at Colorado College and had, had played, you know, a couple really solid seasons, I thought, in Lincoln in the USHL. And what really surprised me is his numbers weren't really fantastic. He's more of a grinder, actually, in the USHL. And I thought that was going to really like, continue on. And I think it, it did to a degree as a freshman. But then this year, he's really just, I think he had just finally broken through and has much more consistency because he's a point-of-game player as a sophomore in Colorado College. And if you look back at how he played with, in Lincoln, you're like, I never. I don't. I would have not have projected that. I would not have projected the offensive output. So good for him, uh, playing a really, really greasy style game, getting his penalty minutes under control because he would just, you know, go crazy. He had 113 penalty minutes or something ridiculous in his last year in in Lincoln. So I think he's understood to pick his spots better, but then has become much more offensively minded and and his pr- and prowess around the net.
1: Yeah, and I think that's you know learning how to control that. I, I think has helped him a lot because even last year as a freshman, he had forty-eight penalty minutes. Last year as a freshman at CC, yeah, uh, he's down to twenty-three this year in twenty-seven games, so it's down considerably. Uh, and the offense—he I mean, even had the offense there as a freshman too, twenty-two points in thirty-five games. I think good. it's been a good spot for him. He's yeah. he's been on an emerging team that went on a run last year to the NCHC finals, almost won their tournament, made made the NCAA tournament. This year, they're. You know, they just came off maybe arguably one of their biggest weekends in the last decade, uh, sweeping North Dakota, which they did earlier in the season as well on the road. Both of those games were in overtime, but uh, swept North Dakota this past weekend at home. Uh, he had four points in that series. He's been a big reason why that program is not they are up to number 11, I think now. Uh, in in the pairwise rankings uh, he's been right at the center of it I mean he's leading them in scoring he's had an opportunity to come in and play in, in a big role on an emerging team uh, with a, a staff that was installed a couple of years ago when Chris Mayotte was hired and that program is is building you know they're they're on the way up and uh, he's been right at the center of it you know in terms of he was one of their top scorers last year as a freshman he's one of their top scorers now again this year as a as a sophomore What's interesting
0: to me as a New York Rangers draft pick fourth round, like, you look at how the playoffs are played in the NHL and he's 6'2", and he's by the time he fills out fully, he's going to be well over 200 pounds, right-handed shot, which obviously you want that draw. And because of his willingness and his nastiness, you could see him find a way of being a really effective fourth-line center in the NHL. And everybody sort of looks at the high-end dangling skills guys. But I think sometimes we forget like not only in college hockey, but in the NHL, we watch the regular season go and then we forget what the playoffs are like. And he's a playoff style player. And if I'm a coach, that's the kind of guy I want matching up. Like, so if you got to roll the fourth line over, over the boards, there's a guy who's going to have like a lot of nasty, but has played and produce at an offensive level that he has confidence that he can, he can make, he's confident by making plays and not worrying about making mistakes. And I think this sophomore season, and if he can follow it up with a junior season, then depends on what happens after that. That's a guy that, you know, you want to keep an eye on as potential role player.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, he's playing in every situation, which is what you want out of those types of guys. He's got two shorthanded goals this year Uh, there as a team. I think they're a plus twenty this year as a team. He's a plus nineteen uh, yeah. individually. You know, as a player, uh, he's got a couple power play goals as well. So he's out there in every type of situation. But the big thing is, is he's out there on the penalty kill. He's created offensive opportunities when he's on the penalty kill, uh, and he's been on the ice for way more goals than goals against. Which, if you're looking for a guy in that role, those are some of the obviously some of the components you're looking for.
0: We got a couple of minutes left. Let's just quickly talk about Sam Brinzel as a freshman, University of Minnesota. I'm not sure if he lasts. I'm not sure if he becomes a sophomore. Like honestly, I'm not sure. I knew he was coming in raw, but when you're six four and he's gained a bunch of weight, which certainly helps and he's a right handed shot, but when you're a freshman and you've already popped up twenty five points in thirty two games, Mike, does he does he sign and just leave early?
1: I, I don't know. I mean, that, that's it's kind of interesting because uh, he's a Chicago pick. So, you know, you look at their organization, and a lot of it's probably going to depend on what what they feel is next best for his development. Maybe is it going to the AHL or, yeah, I mean, because you're right, it's hard to pass up on a six foot four six foot five right shot defenseman who's a point per game in college as a freshman (laughs) those those guys have kind of especially right shots those guys have kind of become unicorns you don't see a lot of those guys come come around the bend anymore so uh if if they feel the a a year in the american league next year is is worth it for his development which it probably is I, i wouldn't be shocked because he's had a monster freshman year offensively he's had a monster freshman year and he's still growing
0: yeah, I mean there were some hiccups that I saw when I when he was at the World Juniors defensively that may, may, might make been, me made Mike. That's been I was
1: gonna say, yeah, that'd be the only thing I'd be critical that, of. Is there's been times even at Minnesota this year where uh defensively it's been ugh, but you know, with the puck on a stick.
0: Holy smokes. Right. Yeah. And his advantage is cause he's such got he has such excellent range. And he spreads out those arms and he's got a long stick and he can take away time and space and maybe that's the only thing that you're thinking of if you're chicago is that that extra year to clean up some of the defensive habits and these are the things you want we want you to work on or is it we might be might be better suited that we take you and we do exactly what we want with you on the development standpoint is that you might be raw in these areas But if you're with our AHL coaches and you're with our player development, that we could focus on those things more than a couple times a week. Of course, you know, they're going to get practices and games, but, you know, this is going to be a daily thing that they can work on. So maybe that's the difference. I'm not entirely sure, but we'll see about that. But once again, Mike, thank you very much for coming on the show. Really appreciate the insight. And we certainly can't wait to talk to you next week.
1: Sounds good. Thanks. That's Mike McMahon,
0: College Hockey Insider and Senior Writer for College Hockey News. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back right after this. Every play, every stat, every breakdown, on their own, they're essential. But all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash hpr to learn more.